Wings are here. Oh, from No, I'd never order from anymore. Popeyes now has wings in five flavors. Ghost pepper, roasted garlic parmesan, sweet and spicy, signature hot, and honey barbecue. Marinated in Louisiana spices, hand-battered and flipped. Makes no sense they're $5.99 for six pieces. Taste them. Mmm, crunchy outside. And juicy inside. Consider me a convert. That's the most romantic thing you've said to me all month. We don't make sense. We make chicken. Love that chicken from Popeyes. Price may vary. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum invite you to enjoy life. Life with Luigi, a comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring a celebrated actor, Mr. J. Carroll Nash, with Alan Reed as Pasquale. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum are glad to bring you Life with Luigi because they feel it's a friendly, good-natured show that offers you relaxation and enjoyment. And they'd like to mention the fact that their product, Wrigley's Spearmint Gum, offers you relaxation and enjoyment, too. It's pleasant to chew on a smooth piece of Wrigley's Spearmint whether you're working, shopping, listening to your radio, or doing just about anything. Wrigley's Spearmint Gum tastes good. It's refreshing. And the good, easy chewing gives you comfort and satisfaction. Now, Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum brings you Luigi as he writes another letter describing his adventures in America to his Mama Vasco in Italy. Dear Mamma Mia, in America is a bigger business advertising a business. Everywhere you go, you see advertising, and the ones I like the most are the ones in the magazines that will tell you how you make lots of money easy. They say become rich overnight to dig for oil in the owner backyard. <laughs> then become rich overnight to make Indian blankets. Then become rich overnight to learn to meet the cutting in your living room. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, if I'm going to stay up for three nights, I'm going to make a fortune. <laughs> But then is, is that an advertisement that's to say, make a hundred dollars a week, become a secretary stenographer? Then I read the morning, I'm a season no good for me, it's only for somebody who's got a short hand. Somebody <laughs> most foolish advertisement I'm a see, Mamma Mia, is the one that's to say, we sell you pants the one that paid off. <laughs> Mamma Mia, isn't that stupid? How am I going to look a walking in the street to one of my pants and want to fed up? <laughs> in America, bigger companies have got a big advertising and little companies, they got a little advertising. All I'm going to afford is my name in the phone book. <laughs> and right now, I'm worried about my mommy because the phone book is a come out 
and I'm gonna see my name. Always my name, the Barton and the Bates. But this year I'm gonna think a Barton and the Bates is a guy together and push me out. <laughs> I'm not going to believe a funny company would do this to me, so, so I'm going to go to my night school teacher, Miss Spalding, and ask her, maybe she's going to help me get a push to back. Well, here we are. Have a drink, Well, you listen. All right. Quiet, class. I'll call the roll. Mr. Basco? I'm here. Mr. Howard? Yeah. Mr. Olson? I'm here. Mr. Schultz? Mr. Schultz, you're here, aren't you? <laughs> Please, you're very funny, and it's not necessary to take a bow after each joke. Oh. Now, class, our lesson for today is grammar. Mr. Basco, you have your hand raised. Well, Miss Spalding, I'm looking at the telephone book, but I'm not there. What? Tell me, Miss Spalding, where do you think I'm going to be? Basco, what are you getting at? Well, terrible thing is that happened, Miss Spalding. Last year, I was between a button and a bitch. But then now I'm looking at a book, a button is a look on a bass, and a bass is a look on a button, but in between, nobody's a look on a bicycle. And I'm going to think of a stop, Louise. Who are you for shimmer? <laughs> Mr. Basco, will you please hold your problem until after class? Uh, we'll get on with our grammar lesson. Now, who will volunteer to conjugate the verb to see? Well, as usual, I will have to volunteer. There he goes, the teacher's pop. Mr. Olson, thank you for volunteering, but I'd like the others to try first. Mr. Horowitz, will you try? All right, I volunteer. I conjugate the verb to see. See, saw. See, saw. See, saw. Horowitz, stop already, you're making me dizzy. Schultz, you're disrupting the class. Let me hear you conjugate C. I see, you see, he see, she see, we see, you see, they see. That's very good. Good, that's perfect. Yes, yes, it is at that. To tell you the truth, it was a lucky guess. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, Mr. Olson, will you conjugate the verb using a subject? Uh... Like Mary. I should be very happy to. I see Mary, you see Mary, he sees Mary, she sees Mary, we see Mary, you see Mary, they see Mary. Mary should pull down her window shades. So, <laughs> please. That was very good, Mr. Olsen. All right, Mr. Bastro, now you may conjugate a verb of your own. All right, sir. I'm a nut in a phone book, or he's a nut in a phone book, or she's a nut in a phone book. <laughs> Mr. Basco, don't forget, you're not in the phone book. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to tell you before, but, but you don't want to talk about it. Oh, what a dumb cop. There is Mary standing with the window shade up, and Luigi wants to go to the phone counter. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 sure, sir. I'm going to want to go to the phone company. Because I'm a no citizen. And I'm a no one to get in trouble with a big company. Uh, don't talk like that, Luigi. If they forgot to put your name in the telephone book, you got to go right now without delay. Like we say in the delicatessen business. You got to strike while the corned beef is hot. <laughs> Luigi, uh, are you sure you don't own the telephone company any money? 
What's up, sir? I say, are you sure you don't owe the telephone company any money? No, no, it's the other way around. The day owe me. What do you mean, Luigi? They owe Well, how I was first two years, I'm in America. I'm, I'm a know, know how to work at a telephone booth. And instead of putting in a nickel, I was always putting in a five of pennies. That's <laughs> we're spending a lot of the class's valuable time. I'm sure if you go to the phone company, everything will be straightened out. Well, I thank your friends for your advice. Uh, but you sure is, is there going to be no trouble, huh? Of course oh, not. Certainly. But Luigi, what if there is? What, what can they do to you? Can they hang you? Can they shoot you? Can they throw you into jail? Sure, can they? How should I know? Am I a lawyer? <laughs> Luigi, my friend. Hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Hello, Pasquale. Excuse me, I'm, I'm gonna go someplace. What's your hurry, little banana nose? <laughs> I'm on my way to telephone a company. I didn't know what to do, so I'm asking Mr. Pauling for advice. Schultz, the Hollywood auction, they say go and spike while a delicatessen is a hat. And then. Sure, sure, go. Go to everybody but your best friend of Pasquale and what's happening, nothing. Why are you running around like a crazy squirrel looking for food? And all the time, you could have come straight to the nut. <laughs> You're so right, Pasquale. Nobody's a bigger nut than you. <laughs> That's a funny thing. When I'm a sayer, it's a cabal of difference. <laughs> Why are you on your way to the telephone company? Because they left my name out of the telephone book, and that's a terrible thing. Oh, they left your name out of the phone book? Yeah. Ooh. Well, Luigi, there's nothing so special about that. It could be for lots of reasons. Well, uh, what's the one? Well, uh, could be to save money on ink. <laughs> then again, maybe maybe you got the telephone book with some of the names that cut out. That's what they call the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> no, no, Pasquale. Is it not that because I'm a got the regular heavy book? Oh, the heavy book. Well, there's a two kinds, you know. There's a regular heavy and a double duty heavy. Oh. That's the one they use under the short legs of tables. <laughs> you ain't got that one, huh? But, well, I, I, I'm a thinking you're joking. No, I'm no joker. There's something else you should know. Sometimes the population gets it too big, you see? There's too many names for one city to handle. So they divide up for the extras. For all of you know, right now you may be on the top of the page in Tuscaloosa. Pasquale, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is gonna seem impossible. Well, then there might be one more reason why you're not in the book, and that's the most important. How long you've been in America? Almost three years. Ah, that explains it. In America, is a one big rule, and that's to go for a phone company too. Well, what's this rule? Last one in is a rotten egg. <laughs> Now, you must have been the last one in America, so you listed under R, a rotten mess. <laughs> oh, no, Pasquale, get out of my way. You're making a fool out of me. I'm going to go to the phone company. All right, you stupid greenhorn boob. Go to the phone company. See what's happening. You're going to wind up with a nothing but a catastrophe. <laughs> but uh, why you say that? Because I was a once in your boots. When I first come to America, I owed the company money. I complained, but they hounded me until I had to pay. Of course, I was smarter than you are, because for the next five years, I got even with them. How? Oh. Every time my telephone rang, I didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's not the helping of me. 
For some reason, I don't understand, I'm no more in the phone book. Next to who knows, the phone company might come along and take out my telephone book, and then, then, then how am I going to do the business? Oh, what, the Luigi? Even if a waste is a come to waste, you can always use my telephone, a little cabbage pussy. Uh, <laughs> isn't that trouble, Pastor? What trouble? It's a pleasure. Every time the phone rings, I call you. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, Pastor. Now, now I'm feeling much better. Sure. Now I do you a favor with a ring, you do me a favor with a ring. <laughs> what the favor am I going to do you with a ring? Slip it out of my daughter Rose's finger. <laughs> oh, no, Pasquale, I'm not going to play ring around the Rose. <laughs> Foolish boy, ring around the Rose, that's a child's game. Not the way Rosa wants it to play it. <laughs> No, but it's no use. Ross is a nice girl, and, and she's a very sweet, but, uh, but uh, she's a too fat for me. Look, Luigi, think of the nicer things about a marriage. After you leave the church, you go to the honeymoon suite, then you pick up your blush and a bride, you carry her over the threshold. That's what are you crazy? Rose is so big, I can never carry her over the threshold. All right, I'll buy you a bulldozer. You can push her across. <laughs> Be a good business, man. When you marry a woman, you've got to look up for value. Value? Sure. When you buy a tube of toothpaste, what do you buy? The smaller size, the medium size? Yeah, I don't know, Mr. Pasquale. I'm not going to buy the giant economy size. <laughs> no, please, please, Mr. Pasquale. I'm, I'm going to feel like I'm talking about Rosa today when, when I'm got such a big trouble with a telephone company. I, I think maybe I'm, I'm, I'm better going to see them oh, now. stop. Well, Luigi, how many times I try to teach you? Little immigrants, a pop squeaker like you, should stay in the little backyard. Don't start up with the big American companies. Once you start a gripe to sing to them, next thing you know, they put you on a slow boat to Italy. But, but, I'm going to get my name back in the phone book. Then let an American handle it for you. Here. I pick up the phone, I dial a watch, I talk. Hello, a business officer, please. Uh, you see? Uh, business officer, I got a big complaint to make. What's the idea to leave a Luigi Bosco's name out of the new phone book? Is that what you call a democracy? I got a good mind to take my business to some other telephone company, and I... What? Who's he yelling? No, I'm not going to lower my voice. What? You want this number? All right. It's Andover 7 and 9 7 1 5. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Pascali, is all fixed? Luigi, you never have a trouble with a company again. No? That's all right. Tomorrow they come with a disconnect to your phone. <laughs> Before we return to Life with Luigi, we'd like to mention that a stick of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum can be a real help to you while you're working. You see, chewing on a good, smooth piece of Wrigley's Spearmint gives you comfort and satisfaction. It sort of helps you relax without slowing you down or interfering with the job you're doing. Then, too, the fresh, lively Spearmint flavor freshens your taste and helps keep your mouth moist. 
As a result, you'll naturally feel better and work better while you're chewing Wrigley's Spearmint. Try it and see for yourself. Keep a package of refreshing, delicious Wrigley's Spearmint chewing gum handy while you work. Enjoy a stick from time to time. You'll like it. You really will. Now let's turn to page two of Luigi Basco's letter to his mother in Italy. Well, Mamma Mia, after Pasquale's left my store, I'm going to call up the telephone company. And I'm going to beg them they shouldn't disconnect the telephone. Then I'm going to find out the whole thing was a big joke. All the time Pasquale was talking on my telephone, he was holding down the little hook and talking to himself. But now, now, now what am I going to do? I'm all mixed up. I'm going to know whether I'm going to go to the phone company or not. Well, Luigi, how did you make out with the telephone company? Hmm? I'm a dinner girl. Uh, what am I going to do with you? Luigi, the trouble with you is that you got it at inferiority complex. What's that, Shushi? Huh? Well, uh, let me see. Uh, we're going to put it in the delicatessen language, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, an inferiority complex is when a knackwurst commits suicide because it feels like a Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> now, no, stop blowing yourself to death, Luigi. Put on your hat and coat, get the streetcar, go to the telephone company and say, I want to know why you left my name out of the telephone book this year. What am I, an orphan? Is this a way to treat a customer who pays his bills every month? Is this what you call service? Yeah, but you want to shoot a holler like that all the time, Schultz? You know, they'll throw you out. <laughs> It's going to be a good riddance, too. Huh? Oh, Pasquale. Ah, you leave the door open, Luigi, and anything is liable to come in. <laughs> yes, especially Schultz. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Pickle, a pusher in 1951. Pasquale, why don't you take a nice, quiet nap on the bottom of Lake Michigan? Listen we got enough time enough for argument. Oh, you're so right. But go, Luigi, here's your hat and coat. Go down right now to the telephone company and find out what's what with the telephone book. All right. I'm going in America, anybody can go any place and ask for anything. Stop, Luigi. I'm warning you. You start up with those big companies. They all are going to gang up on you. First thing you know, you're going to be without a phone, electric, a gas, and even a water. Just imagine, for the rest of your life, you're going to be taking a bath in Libby's tomato juice. <laughs> oh, poppycock. Luigi, go. Don't go. Go. Don't go. How do you like that? He's a wimp. <laughs> Mr. Basco, for an hour I've tried to explain. There's nothing I can do about the error. Then if somebody else in America is a helper. This is a Bella Telephone Company, yes? Yes. Then I'm going to want to speak to Mr. Bella. Mr. Bell? Why, he's dead. All right, I'm awake. <laughs> You don't understand. Mr. Bell is no longer with us. Oh, that's not the nice. Men is spent his whole life inventing the telephone. Now he's to get the fired. Sir, Mr. Bell owns the company, but he's dead. Oh. Then maybe I'll speak it to Mrs. Bell. <laughs> Mrs. Bell is not here either. 
Mrs. Bellison up to here? Mr. Bellison up to here? Who's a watch in the business? <laughs> Mr. Bosco, will you please let me go on with my work? Sure, but I'm not going to go on with my work if you know, give me in the book and you let me fall out of the telephone book. Fall out of the telephone book? Maybe I'm going to start again from the beginning. Oh, no. Otherwise, you was putting me between a bat and the bait, and I was happy. Then if something is happening in between, a bat and a squeeze of bait, and it's a goodbye basket. I know. You told me all about it. Then I do something. I can't. Who can? I don't know. See somebody else. The complaint department, the manager, the vice president, for all I care. Mr. Basco, you disrupted our entire organization. From the complaint department to the manager to the... I'm a sorry, Mr. Vice President. But you think it's a nice the Chicago Telephone Company to be mad at me? Mr. Basco, the telephone company is not mad at you. Then approve it. They put me back in a book. Mr. Basco, I've tried to explain. These things take time. We have over five million books out in this city. Do you expect me to go out by myself, collect every book in town, and put your name in? All right, I'm a help you. <laughs> Not the point. No, please, Mr. Vice President. You talk to these fellas, back in the beds. Find out the why they was to get together and squeeze me out. Mr. Vasco, nobody is trying to squeeze you out. Then how come when I'm looking at a book, I'm going to see myself? And Mr. Vasco, think back. Perhaps you came in once and asked to be unlisted. Who's unlisted? I'm going to list, I'm going to list in the Army or the Navy. <laughs> Basco, you don't understand. That's a special service we have for some subscribers. We give unlisted numbers to people who don't want their names in the book. Oh. Why, my name is not listed in the telephone book. And that was a good reason. Sure, you know, pay your bills. <laughs> no, Mr. Basco, you know, we're just wasting our time. There must be some good reason why your name was omitted from the book this season. The whole matter requires a little investigation. And until we, well, we look into it, my hands are tied. Hands are tied. Mamma mia, that's why you're not going to write my name in a book. <laughs> Don't be preposterous. Mr. Past. No, please. Please, Mr. Vice President. It was a new company who's made a mistake. And... Don't say that, Mr. Basco. Our company never makes a mistake. <laughs> Practically everything is done by machine. Do you realize what happens every time you pick up your phone? No. What? A thin plate of soft iron called the diaphragm vibrates to your sound waves. This in turn affects a tiny magnet and is electrically transmitted, causing the diaphragm to vibrate. Then, what do you think happens when the two metallic contacts are made? You get the wrong number. <laughs> no! An automatic record is immediately stamped on a card bearing your phone number. I only inform you of this procedure so that it enables you to realize the complexity of our system and appreciate the multiple services which we endeavor to render. Do you understand? Huh? <laughs> Mr. Vice President, you're a very nice man. And, and someday I hope you'll be the president. <laughs> but I'm going to think if you look now, maybe you could find out why the company is pushing me out. Everybody's making a mistake sometimes. 
Maybe one of the girls was writing the name in the notebook and found the pencil on out the ink and then she just skipped the bus. Mr. Pasco, you'll just have to do as I say. Take this form, go home, fill it out, mail it in. There's a reason why you must write us a letter and mail it to us. Oh, you want a post office to do a little business at all? No, now will you please do as I say? Please, please, Mr. Vice President, your face is getting the red. Mr. Pasco, I'm not a well man. Now it's getting the blue. All right, all right, I look into your pocket. Myself, right now. No, go. Come on, Green. Well, the little man in the head. What's happened to the telephone company? Mascara, it was the worst day in my life. I make so much trouble. Vice President to throw me out. And then he said he's going to investigate me himself. Oh, Luigi, starting up with a vice president. That's the end. And uh, why? The vice president is going to report to you, and you know what comes after report. What? Deport. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, going to be the story of your life. Four words. Import, the report, the deport, the export. Pasquale, <laughs> come on. Uh, so much to stay in America. Please help me. I'm sorry, Luigi. You didn't listen to me. I would like very much to help you, but I know the facts, sir. I'm going to have to testify in a court against you. Mr. Pasquale, why you must testify against him? Oh, there's a big law here. It's called a habeas corpus. <laughs> and even if I don't testify, my Rosa, she's still got to testify against you because she lives next door. That means that they got a habeas or a corpus against you. Pasquale, help me. There's nothing I can do. Nothing, absolutely. Uh, wait, I just remember there's another big law here. The wife can't testify against the husband. Yeah, but you're not my wife, Pasquale. No, but I know a certain party who's willing to make it a big sacrifice. Oh. Welcome home, my son. Hello, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been so happy. Rosa! 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 You call me, <laughs> Come here, Rosa. Say hello to Luigi. Hello, Rosa. <laughs> Bless you, my children. I hope you live happy together ever after. Papa, does this mean we're already married? Oh, shut up, your face. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, you're lucky that a habeas corpus is... Oh, oh is uh, Mr. Basco here? Mr. Well, I'm, I'm a Luigi Basco. Oh, Mr. Basco, I'm from the phone company. Uh, we've investigated your complaint, and the vice president wanted me to come right down. Mamma mia. Luigi, quick, you got to go over the vice president's ahead. Get Truman on the phone and apologize. That's not a shame me. Well, Mr. Basco, there, there's no need for alarm. Look, huh? I'm going to handle everything. This man here is a half a son-in-law right now, and I'm responsible but, for... But, sir, that there's nothing to explain. Uh, the reason Mr. Basco's name doesn't appear on the new phone directory... All right, all right. ...is, is that um, a Mr. Pasquale called us several months ago and requested that Mr. Basco's phone be listed under Pasquale and Son due to a business merger. Pasquale and his son? Uh, Luigi, I was just doing it for business and matrimoniness. <laughs> uh, 
I was just looking ahead, and I figured sooner or later you're going to be my son-in-law, so we might as well make it sooner, worry about it later. Thomas, <laughs> you did a terrible thing. On account of you, I'm not in a phone book. And that's the way I'm going to get a phone bill this month from the company. And you won't, sir. Why not? Well, uh, Mr. Pasquale pays for all the calls made from this number. What? <laughs> Ideas. Uh, uh, excuse me, Pascal. Luigi, who are you dialing? Hello, operator. Get me my mamma Basco in a Castellamare in Italy. Hello, <laughs> Luigi. You're going to ruin me. You've got to go right. Oh, yes, Pascal. America's giving me the big right that would have set the law. What the law, my son? Happy as a corpus of papa. <laughs> I found out the white name was missing from the phone book. And just before I'm a talk with a the company, they promised me I'm going to be back in the next book. In the meantime, I'm a promised Pasquale. I'm not going to make a long distance calls to Italy if he's promised me one thing. He's going to go with me to every drugstore in Chicago. And I help me write on a cover of a telephone of books, Luigi Basco, and over a 797-105. No connection with a Pasquale and a son. You have a son, Luigi Basco, an immigrant. Friends, the makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum hope you enjoyed tonight's episode of Life with Luigi, and they want to remind you that you're always set for a refreshing, delicious treat when you've got a package of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum in your purse or pocket. It takes just a second to unwrap a stick of Wrigley's Spearmint, slip it into your mouth, and enjoy some pleasant, tasty chewing. Good for you, too, because chewing aids digestion and helps keep your teeth clean and bright. So do what millions do. Keep a package of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum in your purse or pocket and chew a few sticks during the day. On the job or off the job, you'll find the good chewing enjoyable. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum invite you to listen next week at this time when Luigi Basco writes another letter to his mama Basco in Italy. Life with Luigi is a Cy Howard production is directed by Mac Benoff. The script is written by Mac Benoff and Lou Derman. J. Carol Nash is starred as Luigi Basco with Alan Reed as Pasquale, Hans Conley as Schultz, Yogi Gilbert as Rosa, Mary Ship as Miss Paulding, Joe Forte as Horowitz, and Ken Peters as Olsen. Music is under the direction of Lud Gluskin. This is Charles Lyon. This is the CBS Radio Network. Wings are here. Oh, from... No, I'd never order from... anymore. Popeye's now has wings in five flavors. Ghost pepper, roasted garlic parmesan, sweet and spicy, signature hot, and honey barbecue. Marinated in Louisiana spices, hand-battered and flipped. Makes no sense they're $5.99 for six pieces. Taste them. Mmm, crunchy outside. And juicy inside. Consider me a... convert. That's the most romantic thing you've said to me all month. We don't make sense. We make chicken. Love that chicken from Popeye's. Price may vary. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 